Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. No war yet. So, you know, we got that going for us. But what's causing the delay? I'm not saying that I want it. I am asking whether or not we're going to see it. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. It's good to be with you. 833-GOT-TONY, 833-468-8669 on Rumble, rumble.com slash Tony Katz. Just, just search for Tony Katz and then boom, subscribe. And the next thing you know, your life is better. We heard President Biden talking tough yesterday, which seemed to me a very odd conversation. Not that I mind an American president being tough, saying, hey, if you do this, we're going to do that. You need to stand down. I I don't mind a projection of strength from the United States. But Biden doesn't project it as strength. It's, It's this very emotional, weak argument in the way that he presents it. And the idea that you would do this now as opposed to a month ago. You know, you can even argue a month ago and now. But doing it now, is, it seems very much uh, face-saving. It seems uh, very much that it's not about uh, deterrence. It's much, much more about desperation. That's what it seems like. Meanwhile, uh, the press secretary, Jen Psaki, will be taken to the podium, and the questions are going to be about this. And I assume there'll be even more questions regarding uh, the, the Durham case, which I, I, I hope to get into between what's going on with markets and the CNN resignations. Oh, the CNN story, because we're, we don't even understand the levels yet of the palace intrigue that are going on there with the removal of of uh, Jeff Zucker with now the removal of the chief spokesperson. Allison Gallist is gone. And she's saying that she's been done dirty by CNN. Okay. How, how were you done dirty? Well, we'll get into that in a little bit. We also have this headline from... Uh, from the people over there at the New York Post, Chris Cuomo fired after CNN learned of alleged sex attack during office lunch. Oh, well, that's something to put out there. By the way, that's put out there to soften the ground. That's put out there as a preemptive attack. This lawsuit between them, gonna be super duper ugly. They already had to 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 fire Jeff Zucker. They had to get rid of of, of Gallus. They've got a clean house to show that they're serious about these things so they can take on this case properly with Chris Cuomo. Cuz Cuomo's suing I think what was it 20 million? Some number like that. So they are they are bringing it. This is going to be the fight of fights and what it's going to create is a very large amount of disarray. There's going to be, there is already and going to continue to be serious amounts of disarray in or at CNN. It's not good for, for a network that's trying to support Joe Biden going into uh, 2022. Not in the slightest. But right now it is all eyes on Ukraine. The latest reporting tells us that while they've talked about pulling back, they have not pulled back. There has been no sign 
of a military pullback at this moment. They talk about it. I get that they talk about it. They brought it up yesterday. They brought it up today. Oh, look, here's video of of trains uh, heading the other way. You could see it's heading the other way because the train's going away from you. So clearly it's not coming towards you. And uh, and, and then that that's it. That's all. That's all that's going on. We we don't have we don't we we're not going to invade. You see, it's just uh, it's just the uh, those Americans that all got all worked up about this. Meanwhile, uh, Anthony Blinken, the Secretary of State, he was on Morning Joe this morning over there at MSNBC answering some questions. And then there's what Russia does, and we haven't seen any pullback of its uh, forces. Uh, they remain masked in a very threatening way along Ukraine's borders. Uh, I, it would be good if uh, they followed through on what they said, but so far we haven't seen it. And I don't know if you are going to see it. That's just the point. We don't know what will actually happen. But you cannot take Putin for his word. You can only take Putin by the actions. So Jen Psaki has taken the podium. Let's hear what she, the White House press secretary has to say. Grocery stores, restaurants, and clothing stores, among others, increased, underscoring the strength of the American economy as we recovered from the pandemic. Okay, I've heard enough. <laughs> you really want to make this argument? That things are better because retail sales surged 3.8%. It was more than was expected. It was a 2.1% estimate. But you're not counting the fact that inflation causes things to cost more, so that could be a reason for the sales to go up. Oh, you keep wanting to push this idea. No one's buying, Jen Is America going to be involved in some kind of warlike action? Is America going to have to deal with refugees that flow like mad into Poland? And has Biden been able to engage any allies to believe that he actually has their back? These are the questions. You want to try and sell America on a growing economy? Thank goodness for Joe Biden's economy. Oh, my God. What is it like to be her? What is it like to be her day in and day out and having to share that kind of message? It's embarrassing. It really is. It really is. By the way, you should note that the White House briefing room, while everyone is still wearing masks except her, because uh, science, um, uh, they're, they're all back. They were all spread apart, and they had to be three seats apart, and there were different rows and, and everything else. But now, no, 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 full, full, full on. They're in, in the press briefing room. Please, please stop talking about the economy. Stop lying to us. Launch the Safe Driver Apprenticeship Pilot to connect American adults under 21 to good-paying jobs in the trucking industry. We've cut red tape so it's easier for drivers to get commercial driver's licenses. And we've met with veteran service organizations representing nearly 4 million veterans to discuss ways the administration and industry can attract, train, place, and retain veterans in trucking jobs. Uh, and we will announce the uh, results of the Labor Department's 90-day apprenticeship program, of course, over the next after the next 30 days. Uh, this week, Secretary Buttigieg will... Now, I will tell you that if you want to try and get more truckers to, to work, I'm fine with that. I'm good with that. You want to get rid of red tape to get more truckers in? Absolutely. You, I, I will sing the praises of that. But let's see if we actually get more truckers.
That's the, the, the question. Uh, it's been just 90 days since time flies with the pre since the president uh, signed the bipartisan infrastructure law. And tomorrow he will be traveling to Lorain, Ohio, and deliver remarks on how the bipartisan infrastructure law delivers for the American people by investing in cleanup and restoration efforts in the Great Lakes region and surrounding waterways. These investments will allow for a major acceleration of progress that will deliver significant environmental, economic, health, and recreational benefits for communities throughout the region, including helping people in the community access clean water. Also, uh, those of you going to Ohio, now you have a little more detail. Go ahead, Darlene. Thank you. Uh, one, are there any plans being made for the president to meet with uh, Republicans on the Senate Judiciary Committee as a group, the same way he met with Democrats on the committee last week? Sure. So uh, he's continuing to engage uh, with Democrats. I'm not going to worry about who the judges are and who's going to get appointed and who's going to be able to get confirmed. Not, not even a consideration at the moment, although it is important stuff. The only questions right now are to this idea of whether or not we will see more U.S. troops being sent to Europe. What kind of role is Europe taking in dealing with Putin? And is there any belief that Putin's actually going to stop? If these aren't the questions, then we're... Re you know, I, 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 I've been asked, and, I'm, and I am asked often, you know, is this a wag the dog scenario? Well, if I have a media that doesn't ask this question, all right, those people they they get they get a little more credibility, right? They get they get a little more in this conversation. Just how is this not the top topic? It is now. Don't get me wrong; there are things that are affecting our lives here every day, and I'm going to get into it as I've been talking about inflation. We talk about the border. We 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 talk about this, but. Someone's kid is going to be sent over to help with the refugee crisis in Poland. And that refugee crisis, we should be clear, can get violent. Very, very violent. We'll get into it. Principles that have underpinned European peace and security. She'll be participating in the formal conference, formal program of the conference, as well as engaging with allies and partners and meeting with leaders on the margins. I know her team is planning for a uh, preview call for all of you, uh, I believe, later this evening to give you more details of those bilateral meetings. But I would say, in terms of uh, her engagements and what the president expects, uh, he expects uh, and knows, given she is the first in the room and the last in the room, that she will continue to. Uh, convey to the rest of the world, uh, again, our ironclad commitment to our NATO allies, our, our commitment to defending the territorial integrity and sovereignty of Ukraine, and our uh, commitment to putting in place severe economic consequences should Russia invade. Thank you. Go ahead. Thank you. Uh, can you comment on uh, Russia's investigation into claims of alleged mass graves of civilians supposedly killed by Ukrainian forces in the Russian-controlled regions in eastern Ukraine? Uh, do you believe this is part of, of the false flag oper operations that you've been warning of? Sure. Well, let me start by saying, uh, as you heard the president say yesterday and Secretary Blinken earlier today, we're in the window where we believe an attack could come at any time, uh, and that would be preceded by a fabricated pretext that the Russian use as an excuse to launch an invasion. And we've seen, and we've talked about this a bit in here, we've seen these tactics used uh, in the past. Um, so those could include, uh, but not be limited to, the report you just referenced.
against uh, claims of corrupt provocation in Donbass, false state media reports, which I think you should all, everybody should keep their eyes open and aware of that potential, uh, faked videos, false accusations about chemical weapons or accounts of attacks on Russian soldiers that have not actually occurred. So it, there could be a range of um, false flags and pretexts that we would expect would uh, precede uh, an invasion. Uh, and again, we remain in that window. Can you provide any update on the intelligence assessment of who was behind the cyber attacks of Ukraine's Ministry of Defense and certain banks yesterday? Uh, can, can you as officials say that Russia was behind the attacks? We don't have any new details uh, on an attribution. Uh, cyber attribution takes time, uh, in part because adversaries usually try to hide their tracks and it takes time to gather and analyze relevant information. Uh, and these can be, these types of incidents, DDoS incidents can be particularly hard, harder to trace. Um, but we have also been uh, in close touch with our Ukrainian counterparts to offer support uh, in the investigation and response to these incidents. You may have seen the statement from Ukraine Ministry of Defense that the United States and other partners immediately reached out with support and that some sites are coming back online. And I would note again, as I said yesterday, we've been warning for months, both publicly and privately, in our engagements with the Ukrainians and the Europeans, that uh, the potential for Russia to conduct cyber operations uh, in Ukraine uh, it was part of their playbook uh, as well. So we're particularly concerned, but we don't have anything uh, new in terms of specific attribution. Yeah. So let's be clear about a couple of things that got said here. Number one, there was a cyber attack against uh, banks uh, in, in Ukraine and the Ukrainian military. That clearly came from the Russians. I don't think there's any other way for that to be understood or described. You, 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 it wasn't, I think, the Ukrainians just making claim of it. It was, it was something that happened. But when she first started speaking, when I brought it back up, she was talking about someone heading over to take part in the conversations. And that person is Kamala Harris. Understand that this White House still wants you to believe that Kamala Harris is up to the task. <laughs> That's stunning. What do we think Kamala Harris is going to do in some conversation with the Germans? So uh, you really want that natural gas from Russia? Uh, yes, 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 we do. And, uh, and uh, you're just going to let uh, the Russians run over Ukraine if need be. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh you, you betcha. Yes, yes. Uh, okay, okay. Now, now uh, what's about, what is this I hear about schnitzel? Like, that's going to be the conversation. There's nothing left there. Faith, faith in her to actually get this job done? Look, she's proven that she's incompetent. She was incompetent as, as an attorney general of California. She was incompetent as a senator from California. She could not run a presidential campaign. She couldn't make it to a primary. And she has proven herself incompetent as vice president. Aside from that, she's doing great. Better, they better get some more questions about what it is we're seeing later this afternoon so there are it is moving forward uh, diplomatic conversations on many channels follow up to a question you got yesterday mm -hmm. about a potential gas tax holiday you mm -hmm. said all options we're now talking about gas tax holidays yes democrats are saying we should repeal the federal gas tax through the end of the year yes we should do that and then we should keep it that way if they get to anything that involves uh what might happen i'll bring it to you in the meantime the markets i got that story as well keep it here i'm tony katz
The Dow is down 272, NASDAQ down 161. Why? May you ask, when it was up yesterday, well, it's because of Russia-Ukraine, which is not getting the conversation. These aren't the questions being asked of Jen Psaki. Um, I'm out of my mind on this. And I think Jen Psaki may have just avoided the Fox reporter. I, I, I think that happened in the press briefing. Tony Katz. Tony Katz today, it's good to be with you. There's a moment that the Dow was down 280 right now, as, as I said. Uh, it, it's down. Wait, what, where, where is it down? Two sixty. What? No, two eighty four. I was right. Okay, wow. I was, I was in the same spot. Two eighty four. It's because they don't know what's going to happen. War changes things. War, including involving other people, changes things. It can change uh, the oil that that's getting uh, developed in terms of what's being sent out there. It changes. All sorts of variables and therefore changes the market. No one's surprised by this. By the way, Brent crude is at over $95 a barrel, $95.09. West Texas at $93.90. So we're, we're close. And the best story, <laughs> what a headline. Like, this is the kind of headline I could have done. Oilprice.com, I swear to you. Forecasters have no clue where oil demand is really going. That's fantastic. I, I, I would bet up. But man, it's the thing that's going to most affect how the markets play for the next couple of weeks. And, and, and they're, they're not talking about it. They're just, they're just moving on like it's, like it ain't no thing intelligence questions today, which is absolutely fine, but I, there's nothing I can detail on that from here either. But no concern that them moving the CIA station out of the capital is going to affect I'm just that. not going to speak about our intelligence processes in Ukraine or in the surrounding area from here. Uh, go ahead. Thanks, Ben. Um, following up on Kristen's question, obviously the invasion didn't happen today. Pentagon this is the Fox report. Today is a possible date that some, we could see some sort of action, um, some sort of invasion. Does the White House think that Putin could be bluffing? About what? About his intention to not invade or to invade? Well, either way. Well, President Putin has said he doesn't intend to invade. We've also said he's prepared uh, He's prepared uh, to do that and has lined up troops at the border uh, to to invade. So uh, I don't think we're, uh, we are waiting for President Putin's comments to assess what is being prepared around the border. Do you think that your efforts to put all this intelligence out um, about his, you know, what might happen next might have deterred something that we could have seen in the last 24 hours? Well, that's part of our object, has been part of our objective overall, Jackie, right, is to make it more difficult for uh, the Russians, for President Putin to uh, to lay a predicate for war, to, when our objective is to try to avoid war, prevent war. Now, it's ultimately up to President Putin to decide what step he's going to take, but uh, putting out specific details about the types of false flag operations, their efforts. So she wants to say, yes, yes, see, we have done all the work to prevent Putin from doing this. Unless, of course, he does this, in which case, well, that was up to Putin. I was actually hoping for some real questions and real answers, and I ain't going to get them. Meanwhile, CNN is in a mess, and this Durham case takes on a unique twist. Keep it here.
So CNN is falling apart. Falling apart. And it's going to get worse before it gets better. And it's going to get worse because we haven't seen the end of all the people who are going to resign or get kicked out of the network. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today, it's good to be with you. 833-468-8669, 833-GOT-TONY. But before I, I get into it, can I can I share a laugh? Can I, can I share just some classic Biden being Biden? Thank you. Thank you very much. Harris-Biden administration. You have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or Trump and you ain't black. Got hairy legs. That turn, that 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 turn, uh, um, blonde in the sun. We hold these truths to be self-evident. All men and women created by the, go. You know the you know the thing. Say it ain't so, Joe. I cannot begin to explain to you how this came about. I don't know what compelled him to share this story. Then again, it's Joe Biden. I don't know what compels him to say any of the things he does that are just insane. But this, this might be the best Joe Biden telling a Joe Biden story I have ever, ever heard. I got a call one night. A woman said to me, obviously not of the same persuasion as I was politically, called me and said, there's a dead dog on my lawn. And I said, yes, ma'am. I said, have you called the county? He said, yes, they're not here. And I said, well, I'll get them in the morning. She said, I want it removed now. I pay your salary. (laughs) So I went over. (laughs) I picked it up. She said, I want it out of my front yard. I put it on her doorstep. Okay. Okay. I want to... I, 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 I want to know what I'm supposed to do with that story. The story of Joe Biden talking about the time he took someone's dead dog and put it on their doorstep. It's, it's just absolutely, positively, perfectly Joe Biden. What else could come close? CNN has a serious, serious issue. Never mind uh, Don Lemon and Anderson Cooper and Jake Tapper and Allison Camarota and, Je- and Jeffrey Tubin. Is that his name? Jeffrey Tubin? That's it. And Brian Stelter. No, 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 never mind all them. The issue is, of course, the level of disarray because of their scandals. And the scandals involve Jeff Zucker having a relationship with an underling who happens to also be an executive But he was in charge, so everybody's an underling. It involves Chris Cuomo utilizing his position to try and help his brother, including lying for his brother, it seems, and trying to attack other people. Women who are claiming that Andrew Cuomo, the former governor of New York, if you remember, Not only was he going after or looking for information on the women who were making claims of sexual impropriety from the governor, he was trying to figure out how he could shut up Janice Dean, uh, who does weather at Fox News, referring to her referring to her as that weather bitch. That's what happened. 
Don't be yelling at me. I just, I just got just sharing the story. So they get rid of Cuomo. And yes, as the New York Post reported, part of getting rid of Cuomo was a story about how uh, he attacked a female news worker uh, when she denied his proposition for sex during a lunch in his office. And this is when he was at ABC. And there had already been conversations about him and impropriety at ABC. So they got rid of him for all of these things. But CNN had a problem. And the problem was, if Jeff Zucker is involved in this improper relationship as the boss, and we don't fire him, well, that gives a lot of firepower to Chris Cuomo when he sues the living daylights out of us for being, you know, terminated improperly, etc. So we got to do something. Thus, Jeff Zucker was a sacrificial lamb. Everybody knew what was happening. Everybody knew the story. Everybody knew what was going on. Everyone knew what was going on. But no one said anything. So now they had to deal with the fact that everybody knew what was going on and no one said anything. So they had to get rid of Jeff Zucker. This left Allison Gollist. Who in the world is Allison Gollist? Well, Allison Gollist was the girlfriend. She was also an executive. She was uh, their spokesperson. She remained until yesterday when she left. But did she resign or was she pushed out? This is the question because over there at Warner, right, it's, it's, it's Warner Media that owns CNN, they put out a statement that said, earlier today, Alison Gallus resigned from CNN following the conclusion of the company's investigation into issues associated with Chris Cuomo and former Governor Andrew Cuomo. Performed by a third-party law firm and led by a former federal judge, the investigation was comprehensive and definitive. Based on interviews of more than 40 individuals and a review of over 100,000 texts and emails, the investigation found violations of company policies, including CNN's new standards and practices by Jeff Zucker, Allison Gallist, and Chris Cuomo. New standards at CNN. This is their argument. I realize, writes Jason, oh, what's his name? Oh, the CNN guy. Not, not the CNN guy, the, uh, the, the Warner guy. Jason Keeler or something like that. So he, he, the, the CEO, Jason Kyler, yeah, that's it, K-I-L-A-R, writes, I realize this news is troubling, disappointing, and frankly, painful to read. These are valid feelings many of you have. We must have the highest standards of journalistic integrity at CNN, and those rules must apply to everyone equally. Given the information provided to me in the investigation, I strongly believe we have taken the right actions and the right decisions have been made. Enter Allison Gallist, who is making the claim that Warner Media has done her dirty. Warner Media's statement tonight is an attempt to retaliate against me and change the narrative in the wake of their disastrous handling of the last two weeks. It is deeply disappointing that after spending the past nine years defending and upholding CNN's highest standards of journalistic integrity, I would be treated this way as I leave. 
but I do so with my head held high, knowing that I gave my heart and soul to working with the finest journalists in the world. I will be in touch with each of you soon. In the meantime, please know that this has been the greatest experience of my life, working with each of you. Well, there's another lawsuit that's coming. What, she, she, she didn't get to share the news herself? CNN beat her to the punch? Just so we're all on the same page. If you decide to leave a company, do you really think the company's going to do you right? Do, do you really and truly believe that? Do you really think that the company is going to do you right? They're going to do what is best for the company. Why would they let you get the story out first when they can get the story out first? Doesn't matter how high up you are. When you're out, you're not in. So what do you expect? It's, it's remarkably foolhardy remarkably foolhardy for her to have thought that somehow she was going to be able to go out under her own power. That very, very rarely happens. But now, now they've gotten rid of Zucker and they've gotten rid of 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 Gallist, which frees them up to have a much better defense against Chris Cuomo. Because Zucker can't, what, what, what's he going to sue for? You didn't honor the terms of, 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 of our release? Well, maybe that. But he did the thing. It's very, very hard to uh it's very, very hard to, to for him to, to come back at it. Chris Cuomo can. But the disarray here is the idea that somehow you think it's over at this moment. It's not over at this moment. Because now you have to ask yourself, who knew and who are they? So if, if you are taking a look at this and you're somebody who knew about the affair and said nothing, you took sides, you, 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 you engaged, you, you, you made a statement, you said something publicly, you could be gone as well. So now we're going to start seeing where staffers get let go. And that'll be off-air staffers, but then there's going to be an on-air conversation. If you need to rid yourself of the of the uh what what's the word I'm looking for? Stank. That's it. The stank that is Jeff Zucker and anything he brought. The clean broom sweeps clean. So the question is, never mind these three out. Never mind staffers out. Will we see will we see on air staff be gone over there at CNN? Yes, 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 yes. Possible. I don't know if it's probable, but it's certainly, certainly possible. They are in, uh, they're in an unbelievably bad way, and you know who won't have the strength to uh, to put them in the ground? MSNBC. You won't see them advance. You won't see them grow. They'll give us more of Joy Reid, and less people will watch. They, they never miss an opportunity to miss an opportunity. Newsmax and News Nation now, well. They might see an opportunity. I st- it would still take them a lot to catch up. But uh, bad days ahead for CNN. Keep it here. I'm Tony Katz. This speech is my recital. I think it's very vital to rock around. That's right. On top. It's tricky. It's tight. Here we go. It's tricky to rock around, to rock around. 
so it'll be three Oscars hosts? Producer Ari asked me to do comment about the Oscars. I don't necessarily comment about the Oscars all the time, although these things, um, these things usually are important, right? They're cultural things, they're cultural happenings. You want to know what's going on, you just don't want to get lectured to. You want good movies and you want to enjoy a night. But the hosts will be Amy Schumer, Wanda Sykes, and Regina Hall. Now, I got to admit, I know very, very little about Regina Hall. Amy Schumer and Wanda Sykes, I know something about. This is going to be a super, super woke Oscars. I, uh, I don't want that. So they're doing one host each hour, producer Ari. Is that how it's working out? That's the plan. All right. I guess I guess that'll work. Kind of break up the monotony. Kind of break up the uh, the show a little bit. But it's going to be woke. It's going to be woke and ridiculous. And I'll watch it so you don't have to. That's how much I love you. That's how much I adore you. Yes, I really truly do. I wanted to bring up something else about this Durham investigation that I don't think people um, noticed. Something that I would uh, consider to be uh, very, very important. And that is that what, what you've got here is something new. So you have the filing that John Durham put out. He is the special counsel appointed by then Attorney General William Barr to look into the origins of the Russia investigation. That, that's his job, and you can't get rid of him. He's special counsel. He's there until he's done. So Merrick Garland or anybody else, they, they just can't get rid of him. And when he put out a filing or, or, or a filing got made public about something he was doing, it came with all this information about Hillary Clinton and the Clinton team, the Clinton campaign, and possible spying on President Trump. While he was a citizen and while he was president, actually trying to gain access to his servers and then utilizing algorithms to kind of glean data that could implicate him in dealing in bad dealings with Russia. They wanted to fabricate a narrative. At the center of this is a technology company called New Star Information Services, N-E-U, N-E-U-S-T-A-R, New Star Information Services. The chief technology officer there is a guy by the name of Rodney Joffe. He is referred to in the filings by Durham as tech executive number one. So he's listed, if you will, as somebody who is part of this and who may have been the one who was key and instrumental in in doing this, in, in trying to get this information. Well, now, as is reported by Chuck Ross over at the Washington Free Beacon... The Biden campaign paid nearly $20,000 to a cybersecurity firm for what they referred to as accounting and compliance work, according to the FEC, the Federal Elections Commission. That company, Newstar. So Biden is utilizing the same cybersecurity firm that's at the center of the conversation that we learned from the filing of John Durham about Hillary Clinton possibly spying on President Trump. Just another normal day. 
No. Why? Why? Do you, do you think that's weird? Yeah. Well, it seems normal to me. Okay, people, move along. There's nothing to see here. <laughs> Come on. That's incredible. Except it's totally, totally predictable. Of course you could have seen something like this happening. Who wouldn't be surprised that everybody works together? That, you know, you, 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 you'd have in a, in a, in a room Hillary and, and Michael Sussman and then uh, Joe Biden there. Come and knock on our door. Come and knock on our door. We've been waiting for you. We've been waiting for you. With the kisses are hers and hers and his trees company too. People are going to pretend this thing doesn't matter. Media is going to pretend this thing doesn't matter. It matters. It matters. Keep an eye on the story and keep an eye on the media sources that refuse to talk about it. Just like they refuse to talk about Hunter Biden and his laptop, which is a story. Facebook, Tony Katz Radio, rumble.com slash Tony Katz. This is Tony Katz Today.